0: Listener Production. Good morning sports fans and welcome to a brand new week of The Scorecard. I'm Brett Thomas and this is your fast fun hit of sport for Monday, March 27. Today, still won't beat the All Blacks. A Rooster star has a crack at a teammate for a big money Wallabies move. Cricket Kings, WA dominates domestic cricket once again. And Blackout, AFL and Super Netball forget to pay their power bills. But first... Sneaking a peek at the unbeaten AFL sides after two rounds and the Saints and Bombers sit second and third, while the Kangaroos find themselves fifth. Now, what do these three have in common? New coaches. Well, old new coaches. New is the new old. Now, granted, it's a small sample size, but for a time there, once a coach was sacked or stepped down, they never got another head coaching gig, as young, untried assistants were the flavour of the month. Maybe this will turn the tide back to coaches with experience who know the landscape and the demands of being the front man for an AFL team. Don't you eat pressure for breakfast? A fourth quarter blitz helped Brad Scott's Bombers beat Gold Coast by 28 points on Sunday. Now, Scott went from the Kangaroos to a plum gig at AFL headquarters to then sit in the hot seat at Essendon. He's keeping a lid on the excitement for now, though. I don't dampen their excitement. I want them to be encouraged, but also to, to have an eye on what's coming through. And, you know, we keep talking about the, the need for stability and keep when we keep talking about... You know, we won't make short-term decisions, and we're going to come up against some really, really good teams. Yeah, you know, and for us, every game is a hard game. Ross Lyons finding it hard to keep a lid on the excitement at the Saints, even if he says differently. Cameras catching him smiling and thoroughly enjoying his second coming at St Kilda, despite an injury list of stars that could fill a school bus. Ross's Battlers ran all over the Dogs, the second team they've beaten, who featured in the finals last year. Yeah, I'm really positive. Yeah, you know, with, with the injury list and you know, new coach and new. System. There's always that unknown, but uh, the players the coaches have come together quite quickly. And, you know, I thought round one was a unique game, but the Bulldogs are a top flight team and, they you know, on the rebound. So I'm um, really nervous going in, but I was really pleased with what we dished up. Brad's Bombers and Lion Saints meet this weekend. Now, the other coach enjoying his return to calling the shots is Alastair Clarkson at North Melbourne. Despite some continuing off-field issues, Clarko's Kangas have beaten the two WA teams. On the weekend, they escaped by the barest of margins against Fremantle. A millisecond after the siren sounded and a free kick for deliberate out-of-bounds would have been paid to the Dockers within scoring range to either level the scores or steal the game. We can it's consult, over but that's it. Right, game over. Oh we oh, yeah. Game over! But it's in the books as a win, and that's all the Clarko will care about. And I'm willing to lock North in for three wins in a row. It's a gamble we're willing to take. This weekend, they come up against his former side, Hawthorne. Now, the Hawks might as well be considered a buy round this year. Sam Mitchell's decision to ship off a 1,000-odd games of experience and rebuild isn't working out too well. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. They've got hidings from the Bombers and now Swans. It will be a long season out at Waverley Park. But the coach denies his toughest job will be keeping morale high. No, not at all, I think. The players after the game got an understanding of what happened today and they were quite hard on each other around the spirit and that they didn't produce it for long enough. With a nickname like Hectic Cheese, Brandon Smith isn't someone who keeps his opinions to himself. He's out there. And he didn't hold back when talking about his Roosters teammate, Joseph Suali'i, signing to play for the Wallabies at the end of next season. $1.6 million winger from the Roosters isn't going to help you beat the All Blacks. Um, $1.6 million could have been spent better on the grassroots of rugby. Now, maybe it's sour grapes from those involved in the NRL, losing one of the most sought-after 19-year-olds in the country to a rival code. Smith isn't the only one issuing a caution to Suali'i. Broncos legend Gordon Tallis has seen rugby league talent make this move before, and he told Triple M's Sunday Sin Bin it's not universally loved by all. I remember when they signed Wendell, Lottie, Matt Rogers, those guys that went after leagueys. There's one thing that it did do. Uh, it annoyed all the rugby union players that have been really loyal to the game that have gone there that haven't shopped themselves around to get money. Just imagine if you're uh, outside back or whatever, you're a young kid and you're coming through wanting to play rugby union and you've yep. been loyal, you've never played anything else, you've gone through every system, you've trained really hard for this moment and they go sign a Leagie. <laughs> Have you ever made a $4,000 mistake? And I don't mean $4,000 out of pocket. I mean, you chose not to hand over 4Gs. You keep your money, I'll keep my job. Ill star Ryan Madison had the choice of a three-game ban or a fine for a crusher tackle in last year's NRL Grand Final. He chose the suspension, eyebrow raising at the time, but looked even worse when Parramatta started this season with three straight defeats. The back rower returned as they beat the Panthers in Golden Point Extra Time last Thursday night and finally opened up about that head-scratching decision. Unfortunately, I had to make a decision after a grand final loss. On the Tuesday, when I had to make the decision, I was working with my disability company on the Tuesday, and in hindsight, like I said, I wouldn't have made the decision. I thought the trial matches would be included. Obviously, they weren't. Yeah, so now I'm just I'm back playing footy. Um, we've got the two points on the weekend, which is good. It's a step in the right direction, and yeah, that's what I'm focused on at the moment. Tossed up. Cam goes over the top. WA solidify themselves at the top of Australian cricket, their second straight Sheffield Shield final victory. A shout out to WA, who are the undisputed kings of cricket in this country. Cameron Bancroft hitting the winning runs, as heard there on Fox Cricket, as the boys out west smash Victoria in the Sheffield Shield final. They are the first state to sweep up the three domestic titles on offer two years in a row. That's the Shield, One Day Cups and the Scorchers winning back-to-back BBLs. Now, we know the power bells are surging and many are struggling to keep up with rising costs. But you wouldn't think two of our national sporting bodies would also be finding the going tough. You didn't pay the electricity bill. First off, the lights went out at the Gabba as the Lions were beating the Demons. 20 touches for Bray Shorten. Oh, no! Well, I think we've got comms back, but we've got lights out. The power is out here at the Gabba. Then it was netball's turn on Saturday night. Last night's Super Netball clash between the Adelaide Thunderbirds and the New South Wales Swifts had to be called off at half-time due to, you guessed it, another power outage. Just a tip to Super Netball and the AFL, sticking bills under a magnet on the fridge has always worked out for me. (coughs) And that's your fast fun hit of sport for today. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. listener